Good morning, Queen. Good. How are you? Good morning, King. How are you? All right, all right. You want to do your intro to your show? Uh, no. <laughs> What's well, going to show up on your podcast? Oh, okay. So, yeah. Two Dog Girls Homesteading. This is Jeremiah Brown. And we're going to talk about uh, five goals that's going to make you successful. And, um, the different views from a woman perspective and a man's perspective. All right. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Uh, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna touch the five topics of how to achieve your goals. If you want to talk on setting the goals. All right. Okay. I'll talk on setting the goals. So you go ahead and talk about achieving those goals. All right. Well, first thing I, I see to be very, very uh, effective has been writing it down for one. So for those of, in fact, for those who want to take notes on this, grab your pencil, grab a piece of paper or pen or whatever. It takes a crown. I don't care. But this down, because these five tips that I'm going to drop to you will be very, I guess, beneficial to you. And you probably will hear it again and again, because that's how facts go keep hearing it over and over again and just happens to apply itself so the first step is to first write it down what i really want you guys to do when it comes down to wanting to achieve your goals is to write it down so you can see it for yourself literally it's kind of making a subconscious uh decision to achieve because that's what we do in life we always overcome certain obstacles that we don't seem to be obstacles at first until we get into it Take it for instance, learning how to walk. We never knew it was going to be a difficult task when we were a child, but we still took on the challenge and we achieved that. Now, when you're an adult, that is, becomes a problem because when you lose the ability to walk and you have to walk again or learn to walk again, this is the same process. It's tedious, it's hard, but we can get through it. So one, writing down your goals is key. Number two, be patient with yourself. Now, I say to be patient with yourself because a lot of people get frustrated. Me, myself, I get frustrated at times when I know I have a goal that I would like to achieve, but it's not happening in the time frame I feel like it should be achieved in. So right. It does work on your, your patience. It does make you want to give up. And a lot of the times, people do give up. And the reason right. for this right now is because I, as I tell a lot of people that I meet and a lot of people that say, I got to go for this and go for that. I'm like, I tell them don't give up because for every person who didn't follow through on their dreams, left room for you to follow through on yours. Right. So I can agree. I can agree with that to the point that plenty of times I've shared my goals with other people and they have actually achieved the things that I wanted to do. Uh-huh. But then I always bring back to this perspective when I'm dealing with children in business that just because you had the same idea as her over there, what is going to be the difference between you being successful and achieving that goal? How well you planned it, the equipment you have. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And right now might not be the time for you to achieve that goal. So I always tell people failure does not mean that if you quit, Failures just mean you're going to go back through the whole process and you're going to do it a tad bit better than when you failed the first time. 
which is a reminder, which is actually goes into my next point. Remind yourself, and I, I'd say this, number three, please, please, please remind yourself that roadblocks are okay because those little roadblocks along the way will give you a chance to improve your idea. Right. Will it give you a chance to perfect your goal because you may see it one way, but when it falls down, like I, it started out as this and this is what it turned out to be. And the reason right. I say that is because simply for me, I started out doing, I wanted, I was working at a moving company and I, I said, you know what? I want to make some extra money on the weekends. So let me start doing shirts. And long story short there, me wanting to do shirts on the weekend that were going to sell. I had to find a hook turned into doing a nonprofit organization, <laughs> turned into helping families, turned into helping people get to, you know, get jobs, help. I mean, it's crazy how that, how it transitioned from a regular, let me get some extra money on the weekend to helping other families, teaching people how to live right, how to, you know, do what they want to really do in life and achieve it in the time frame that it's supposed to be achieved in. You see, right. You know, perfection, it, Rome wasn't built in a day. So right. in other words, going back to point number two, be patient. Right. Now, three is reminding yourself that the roadblocks are okay because, hey, where the, there's a roadblock, there's another way around. I know a lot of people have heard the expression um, where one door closes, another one opens. I go by the name of Jay. My name poetry. My poetry name is Jay, J A E, as in just another entry. Because I feel like this. I'm just another person, another idea that's just living. You know, I'm an. Right. I'm a. I, I would like to be considered when I'm dead and gone. I would like to be considered a great idea that just happened. So okay. that's just kind of like me. You know, that's just me. I mean, I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but that's that's what it is. Number four. Oh. Who that I, my name is who I am. My name is Dorothea, and it actually means God's gift. So if I'm in your life for no matter how the amount of time that I'm there, trust and believe it's a gift that I'm there. I'm going to help you solve some problems. Now, when I leave, this is the big problem because all my friends call me Mary Popkins because <laughs> I disappear after you got it together. I know that's right. And then if you ain't never get it together, if you ain't noticed on Facebook, I had made a post the other day. I was like, if I was, if I came to help you, I came to give you a period of rest. And huh. then I have to move on to my next thing. But a lot of people, they just don't understand that. Someone told me the other day in one of my hotel webinars that in order to become a millionaire, you have to have your hands in so many pots and be so successful at each one of those pots that you're making. And I was like, dog, he's saying that sometimes you can make one good pot of something and that mm -hmm. one good pot can feed enough people an idea where they can jump on the same bandwagon and mimic what you're doing and get the same results. That's the idea of being successful, being able to replicate, you know. And I was like, dog, he was like, you're, because he was talking to me about my idea and goals he was like where are you and your goals and I say right now I'm just in the planning part I say but even for me when I'm writing my goals down how I plan to execute them that don't mean that's the way it's gonna always fall true that so I always write down the first plan 
which is more in the box, which follows the legal procedures of doing stuff. Then I always have my plan on the outside of the box. Well, what if this happened? Then this is how we going to trump that. What if that happened? We can come back around with this. What if this happened? We could come back around with that. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And all the while that I'm gathering information, I'm double gathering information. So let's say you get to Texas and your RV home is there, but your other home haven't arrived for you to transfer from the RV home to turn that into a food truck. Mm-hmm. See, so I'm always thinking outside of the box as to where my goals and plans are going to be. The, my biggest problem with my men is why your woman is planning and writing down these goals and sharing with you where do you fit in at, or even if it's vice versa, why your king is planning, where do you as the woman fit in at, where do you look at his equation and say, okay, I'm number two, that's why I'm going to fit in at, and then I'm going to add up the four, and then I'm going to go back down to eight, but I'm still remain number two up there, so yeah. Number two can just connect to these parts. And this is why I tell couples when I'm talking to them and even when I'm talking with their children, know where everyone is at in their goal so you can collaborate. Don't get to the point where you get so selfish and mad with your, your mate or your king or your queen. It's like, I ain't going to tell you what I'm doing. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Then you'll get the same things done twice and you'll be like, why the fuck we got two two shower curtains that's the same? Because you said, and then I said, then we got mad, and now I brought one, and you brought one. That don't that's not sense. working together, and you know what? I will admit, I have been I have been a, a, a contributor to that factor. I've done it. It's not a good, it's not a good turnout, for sure. Believe that, because it's like the conversation that comes behind it, and then you feel like you're not encouraged, or you don't feel, you know, up to doing or following through it places more doubt in your relationship and places more doubt in your goal because right. at the end of the day you really want to hit that goal and if you're planning to do this with your partner or for you and your partner it's a good idea to have them involved <laughs> you know right. so that brings me to my next point number four like-minded people surround yourself with like-minded people because when it comes down to it, you want to have that conversation that's not just talking to a wall. Right. You want to be able to. Feedback. And that's what I'm suffering with now. Like I only have you guys on Facebook to give me feedback on what the journey that I'm taking. Everyone that's locally around me still have that play in their mind. I mean, they coming to me because their income taxes is coming up and they're trying to figure out what they want to invest in. And they know they can sit around me and I can throw some ideas at them, right? Yep. But in the process of me throwing ideas at them, they're not going to listen to what I have to do or my goals or how I'm navigating my goals. What I do notice about most of my African-American friend girls that are local, they'll wait until they see me successful in doing it. And then they want me to sit down and hashtag a goal. Now, my whole thing with that is um, one of the Wayne brothers got on to uh, social TV and he had a recording on there about why black people don't share information with each other when it's pertaining to business. Uh And I'm not, I don't believe that that's true. What I believe happens is I come to Jeremiah and I say, Jeremiah, I want to open up a shoe store. 
and you be like, well, what area you want to open it up in? I, you know, I'm thinking about opening it up downtown. Now, you know my money ain't that big. I know my money ain't that big, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. you might suggest, well, DD, why don't you try to do it online first and advertise downtown? Now, that's somebody that's like-minded and thinking like me and want to see me successful. Exactly. Then you got the other Jeremiah. Jeremiah, I want to open a shoe store. Where you thinking Man. about opening up at downtown? You're a damn fool. The rent down there fifteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah, damn looking fool. At, Girl, looking at everything that's money. gonna make it not possible. Right. And oh, you ain't even got a car, bitch. How you gonna get around? Oh, you thought I was gonna pick you up every day and help you? And then it's like your whole goals and dreams are getting crushed in a matter of talking to a person that's and, not like minded. And see, a lot of people don't understand how important that is. Because those same people, when you start talking to them, when you start talking to the ones that you consider, when you start thinking like, how can I make this successful? We can all enjoy. We can all eat together. We can all do this. Their mind may not be there because they lack vision. And because they lack vision, it puts doubt in your head like you didn't have the thought to begin with. Right. Here's the funny thing. When you start finding yourself around one, maybe two people, minded like they have their goal now you you have to excuse them sometimes and you have to excuse yourself sometimes because the simple fact is give me one second if you waste that water on my computer i'm gonna spank you and your daddy you ain't gonna be able to save you appreciate it you from by. i'm talking to this love love bug what's good sir give me a second I ain't coming in. Okay. Um, so the idea behind, I'm sorry, where were we a second ago? We were about the idea behind being around people who's like minded. Like minded. All right. Goals that they're trying to achieve. Yeah. Now, see, here's the thing about that when you get, when you surround yourself with people who are like minded and they actually start uh, giving you other ideas. You know, it's not like it's a diversion from your goal. It's not at all. It could be just something that you might want to consider because right off the bat, they're starting to work with you and your thought, your vision. When you're right. working with someone else's vision, all you can do is put your two cents in. Right. All you can do is put your two cents in. And once you start putting your two cents in, it's kind of like, who asked you if it doesn't go according to your so-called plan? Well, this is what I'm saying about the road bumps, you know, bumps in the road along the way. You will be able to elaborate. You will be able to expand. You will actually do more than you actually expected to do in the weirdest of ways. So expect your success not to be unintentional because what you're doing is intentional. Right. See what I'm saying? When you set goals, it is very, very intentional. There's nothing there's nothing going to stop you from reaching your goal unless you want to not reach it. You know, it's like my uncle used to tell me all the time, you make yourself late. You make yourself late. And it makes perfectly good sense when you think about it. Only you can get up. If you know you got to be at work in 20 minutes and you're 10 minutes away, get your ass up on time. Right. Can't nobody else not get you up. I mean, it's up to you. You know, I'm going to party all night long and I got 20. It takes me 10 minutes to get to my job. So I can do it. And then you show up late. It kills me when I hear about people who have jobs who give you a certain amount of tardies, a certain amount of lates before they fire you, and then you actually get fired behind it. Right. 
from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, you knew they're going to get they're, they already know people are not consistent enough. We they already know people are always going to come up with some random excuse. Oh, I had to go but to they, the and that's another thing that needs to change in the U.S. because in Britain, if something happens that night in your family and you call your boss that night and say, "Well, we ain't even." In America, we don't make ourselves accessible after a certain time period because we're business folks, right? Yeah. And this is the stupidest business practice that I've ever noticed managers and bosses to do. After I leave this job at five o'clock, I turn my phone off. I don't want to hear from their ass. Uh-huh. Great. That's good. You keep that attitude. Now, you're going to have a manager like me that say, get in touch with me anytime. If something happened during the night, Accident, kid gets sick, mm-hmm. your house gets shot. I need you to call me because I yeah. need to know what I need to do, and that's going to help me prepare to help you later on so you don't lose your job. What yeah. happens here in the United States is we have a no fault hire fire policy, especially mm. in Florida, where they enforce that rule to the T. So they just don't like the way your hair sitting on your head today. You fired. Oh wow! Now I you just I just it, ran across no a case way. like that. Yeah, you ne- and it does. It happens here in Florida all the time, and you never hear anybody say anything about it because guess what? It's a no fault hire and fireplace. Now, mm-hmm. why I'm saying this and why I'm bringing this to your attention is because now we're going through this government shutdown. Mm-hmm. And let's apply common sense everybody's not getting paid, but some people are showing up for work. Oh, definitely. Those people are going to be considered whatever. They did what they had to do for their country. You got people who didn't show up because they're not getting paid, and they do have goals, and they ain't got time for Trump to stifle their money, so therefore they out working on their goals. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Then you got those that's just so mentally disturbed about the whole thing, so they ain't doing nothing. They stagnant. Reverse it back to the point where you got families that are okay. out there working that's not getting paid. You got families that's working on their goals that's not getting paid. Then you got that yeah. stagnant person that's still in the frame of mind. I can't believe he done shut down the government for this a long amount of time. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. We those the people that I needs to shake it off and get it together. And the reason I'm saying this is because a lot of people have asked me, well, since the government shut down, how do you think this is going to affect you? It's not just going to affect me. You got schools, Mm -hmm. fire departments, police departments, hospitals. Mm -hmm. You got federal hospitals in certain places. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So because of your selfishness, Trump, you're going to make everybody suffer for a while. I got a solution to this whole problem. Everybody call Home Depot, order you a little 70 cent brick, have it delivered to his house for a dollar, and everybody a dollar and seventy cents go towards Trump. And and by the time he look outside his door, everybody done delivered the brick to his house. As many people in the United States done delivered that 70 cents brick, Uh Mm -hmm. he'll have enough to build his fuck ass wall. And nobody will be out of their money. And you see, get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's there's a there's a method problem. to the madness. Yeah, let's just deal with the madness on a maddening level. Let's stop trying to deal with this shit like it's a square. And let's step outside of the square and build uh-huh. his fucking wall right there in his dope. Right there. Just build a wall right there. Now you deliver that shit to Mexico. And you build it up your damn self. We gave you the supplies now. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do? Mm-hmm. And you see how stupid he gonna look? Yeah, but see, here's the thing. He he's not going to admit fault at any point in time. 
No, ever. I love those type of people. At all. It's like he has to be proven to be stupid more than stupid. You know what I'm saying? To actually be like, okay, well, whatever. And he's not going to even do that much. He's not going to do that much. But I would like to say on that kind of goes into my number five. All right. So we hit number one, two, three, three, three and four. Give me one second. Um, number four was like-minded people, right? Right now, number five, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna set I'm gonna leave mine at five right now. I can go I can go further in, but we're gonna do this criticism. When you're reaching your goal or looking to reach your goal, criticism is always going to be there because you're going to look for feedback, like you said earlier. Right. You know, for the the little bit of things that's going to open your mind to different avenues to getting the goal done. That criticism. Is going to is that part of that criticism is going to help you get past the roadblocks. Keep that in mind. Right. Because then you'll say, well, I have another way. Don't let the frustration get the best of you. Be patient. Because if you're patient, you'll start to see things a little different. You see right. what I'm saying? You start seeing things a little different. I like to look at life in a different way than most people. So let's think of it like baking a cake, okay? Or having a cake. When you have the cake and it's all put together with the frosting and whatever else you put on top of it, it's wonderful. But if you actually ate the egg by itself, ate the flour by itself, ate drank the oil by itself or butter, whatever, by itself, it doesn't taste as good as the cake would, right? I so, don't know. If I cook it, it would. <laughs> well, if you eat straight flour and then chase that down with a little bit of oil, then you chase that down with a raw egg. Then you chase that <laughs> down with a little bit of frosting just to sweeten the egg up that chased down the oil. It's not going to taste the same as that cake that's sitting on the table that everyone wants. It's a process. <laughs> it's a process. Exactly. So it's a process all the way through. That's how life is. That's how we live our lives. And unfortunately... I love, the, I love that scenario because I always tell people when they come and talk to me about business, I, first thing I ask them, do you have the money to invest in yourself or your child? One. Right. Two, do not come in and thinking you're going to, I'm just going to reach into a box and hand them a business. This is a process. Mm -hmm. So let's look at all the tools that we need first in order to get this process started. And then once they see that they're $1,000 in, it's like, damn, mm -hmm. it only took me $1,000 to build my kid business. Hello. Well, was a thousand dollars you could have invested years ago and yeah. your child could have probably had more money now than they did when you just invested that thought but you can't explain that to them because now they're on to a new role a new idea and it's really actually working and just getting the parents to stick with it long enough to actually see things work they'd be like well damn and then i noticed their children business changed from the kids name to the parents yeah now here's check, check this one out. I actually seen something the other day. I'm going to do a cast about it a little later on. I want to do a little bit more research before I do jump into it. But there is an 11 year old and 10 year old boy and girl cousin who actually flip houses. Yeah, I seen that. I seen now, it on Netflix. And yeah, I seen it on. Um, I seen it through some other little programs that I had been viewing. Okay. And that great because her father and them they invested in her to flip houses now imagine now imagine somebody 35 40 years old 
worked 20 years, 25 years of their life and can't say they have done anything other than work hard all their life. And you get a lot of that. And that's how they're brought up. They even come from Haiti and other countries, black people with that same mindset. I'm just here to work and do this. Or I'm going to go to school for this particular skill. And that's all I'm going to work on. And, and that's see, what I'm my family support on, which is great because like I was explaining to my son, my older son, there are different people in the family. And this is why they are there to work and build with each other. But we get so much strife and hatefulness towards each other as we're growing up that we can't see <laughs> we can build and blocks at. Because mm -hmm. we're too blinded by the hatred or the mislike or the dislike. Because my son asked me the other day, how can you still talk to people that hate you and despise you? I say, because I don't hold that in my heart. I don't have that. Whatever you did to offend me, bro, I'm already forgiven that. The minute you did it, Mm -hmm. If I don't fuss with you and I don't argue with you the minute you offended me, believe, know that you cut off from my life and I'm still treat you like you're human at the end of the day. You don't see me this lady and I'm still going to say, hey, how you doing? How you feeling? How is everything? And still give you that warm hug. But I knew at that moment that you crossed me, I had to cut you off. Mm -hmm. You won't. You'll get the same kindness because I won't hold it or harbor it. Because right. that doesn't do me any good. And that's, right. that's that's your focus point. See, if I focus on that, I can't get anything else done. Right. So I got to keep focused on being who I am as a person. And that's any business person, for real, for real. Like, come on. That in the day. Even, that's even with FedEx. Me and FedEx are literally having a few through my email because they owe me some money for some stuff that was stolen. And then it's like, I'm arguing back and forth. And I'm like, this is embarrassing. The embarrassing part is as much money as you have in your corporation, you're telling me because I didn't purchase insurance on a package that I can't get my money back for the package that your delivery guy purposely told us I delivered it there. No, I'm not picking it up. It is theirs. Wow. So first of all, one, I work for FedEx. They have policies. If you get a package and you're confused about the address, you're not to deliver that package to a confused address. You have to call the base, let them locate the address and the people who are shipping and receiving the package and call them and find out is the address correct or not. Uh -huh. that's, that's the first thing. Second thing is they will Google up an address and look at it and tell if it's able to be delivered or not. And even if it's the wrong address, they will ship the package back to the receiver, the shipper, the sender. They will ship it back to the sender. So because I knew these rules and, and I knew these policies, the owner of FedEx literally wrote me and told me, just because you know those policies don't mean that we have to uh, adhere to the policy of the employee. That's bullshit. Those, thank you. Those are people you hired, not me. One. Exactly. Two, they made it their business to scan my package and ship it to their family member. That's theft. Mm-hmm. And it's, you're not acknowledging that. And you're telling me you pay just ship it, which is the company that shipped it for me under FedEx. You paid them an amount of money, but you never responded back to the person who merchandise it was. Mm. You all the way wrong. And you don't want to talk about it. And you don't want to have a phone conversation about it. You don't want to solve the issue because you think because 700 or $800 is not a, a lot of money to you. But that's an investment to me. Mm -hmm. So this is what I do not do to my customers. I will never once tell them, you're wrong. Mm. I'm not shipping you back a refund. 
and you can keep my product. No, <laughs> ship me back my product. Huh. I ship you back your refund. And no, you're not wrong because at the end of the day, that's your money. Spend it the way you please with whomever you please to spend it with. True I that. enjoy having you in my business. And this is the way customer service is. But somewhere along the way, the internet, the telephone, and the mailing facilities, all these different entities into a business have broken down to zero class of dealing with customers. Mm. And see, it's like this. Accountability is one of the things that a lot of these companies get away with. They want to hold you accountable for their fuck-ups and their mistakes at the end of the day when it's really their mistake. Like, real talk, like, imagine if it was, imagine if you were one of those irate people and they delivered it to your next-door neighbor's house. They won't give it to you but the delivery man said, I took it to that house. Then you go over there and beat your neighbor up saying, I paid for that. That's mine. That's a problem that could have been avoided by them correcting their mistake. Right. But we're not going to do that. But yeah, exactly. As, see, it's, it's only, it only matters when it happens to them. Right. You know, give me mine. You don't have the right to speak or get yours back, but give me right. mine because I'm a part of this. So it's mine. So yeah, I need mine. Same thing when it the, comes to a customer. And that's the wrong attitude and concept to have, period, even as a company owner, a business owner, even as a person that's practicing good energy, period. Mm-hmm. And see, that's the thing. And You'll I know it. I tell people this, that everybody doesn't practice good energy. I can't always leave my house because everybody ain't practicing what I'm practicing. I might leave my house in a happy-go-lucky mood. I don't know what he went through the night before, why he robbing the store, or why he doing what he doing. Do mm-hmm. I want to really get involved with this? Mm-hmm. No, because I got children to go home to. Not that I'm I'm with him robbing the store, but I'm not for to get involved with it, because mm-hmm. you know what? If the shoe is on the other foot, you do the same thing. And that's bad to say, but it's the truth. But it's the truth. That's exactly it's what it is. That's how people think. And I try not to think that way. So if I don't see it, I can't prevent it. Therefore, I'm not involved. I wasn't at the store when she got robbed. So I didn't see it. One. Two. What I can do is help you get some things that you might need out the store once he robbed you. If I got it. hmm And see, that makes but if all I the difference. Was here, I wouldn't have got involved, but I would have called the police. Because hmm. I got would have got away and I saw him robbing you, I would have called the police. Shit, I know that's right. And it's not that I'm calling the police to hurt him, but everybody doesn't have the same night that we all have. Everybody don't practice the same way we have. And I'm trying to have respect for everybody in this politically correct world. <laughs> so politically and morally backwards and wrong. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Now, okay, did you go down your list yet? Did you no, want to go down your list? Go down my list. Yes. First thing, like he said, is planning and writing down goals. And even though you do not achieve the goals in the time manner, which was number two is what he talked about, the time manner of achieving those goals, you still keep those goals in mind. Your finances, your car, or whatever you're going through in life may not match up with your goals. But I'm going to tell you something. When you're really hungry is when you really start thinking of planning goals. Mm -hmm. So think in that time, that you don't have money and you don't have that income tax check and you didn't get that paycheck yet. That's the time when you're hungry enough to think outside of the box to make money. You're going to have to make a choice over wants and needs at one, at some point in time, if you want to, if you want to achieve your goal, you really are going to have to make a choice between your wants and your needs. Now you may want to have a steak, but you just need to eat. 
you may want to you know what i'm saying you may need a vac yeah. you may want a vacation Look, but you just need I to take a nap you talking about that right now i looked at the marijuana stock while the government system was shut down the stocks in marijuana dropped down to three to four dollars when they was five six hundred dollars a stock mm. time, i say all oh, y'all sleep time to invest right y'all went and brought hair like I got people that oh I got my income tax check early and I went and brought this wig and that wig and I'm what? looking at them like you're dumb diddy diddy I ain't even get no income tax check but I got an extra sixty dollars let me slide it on over here in this marijuana stock hello slide another sixty dollars over here and this it ain't going that. nowhere people don't realize that it is now it's induced introduced to society it is not going anywhere like alcohol is not going anywhere tobacco is not going anywhere. It's not going to just disappear off the face of the earth all of a sudden because you invested. So now it's time to truly invest. With that in mind, with, with that in mind, I'm actually getting ready to um, <laughs> was talking with a friend earlier this morning. We're going to do a, a city boy strand. We're going to do right. a, a city boy strand. So we're looking, looking to get that done this year. Um, $25,000 okay. investment. I think it's worth it. Yep. I don't, I don't, that's like me. I gotta invest at least six, seven thousand dollars in my seeds for my mm. farm when I move out of Texas. So I'm slowly strategically setting my goals and I write them down. And as I yeah. write them down, I erase them. I have erased for them. But those yeah, are my short-term goals. That's why um my number four is short-term goals and uh -huh. long-term goals. Know when you're going to achieve your short-term goals and be just as proud of your short-term goals your, as your long-term business goals because that's that's another thing that hinders. Yeah. And my number five is if you're in a team, whether you're a straight, gay, whatever you're going through, if it's a couple or whether it's a friendship, mm -hmm. always keep in contact with who's doing what and what those goals are. Open and lines I of communication. Yep. I see you got to go, bro. Tell oh. your queen I said hi. Tell everybody to be blessed. Positive vibes. Yeah, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to, uh I just had a, a couple other guys who were actually helping me with my podcast come and show up where, at the moment when we started this one. So <laughs> we'll we can touch back on this in a little bit. Is that fine? Is that yeah. would that work for you? No problem. Because I'm a, I'm going to elaborate on some other things that you actually spoke on. So I'm gonna write some notes down. Okay. Awesome. Thank uh, you. All right. Thank you very much, D Treasures, for inviting me to your podcast. Definitely for those who want to do something about the life that they live right now. If you want to be a part of the change that you, you know, if you want to be a part of the change that you see, this is where you can start, you know, between D treasures and city boy on this end. My name is Jay. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, just get tuned in and let's move. Let's go. If you guys want to jump in on a podcast here and there, spread your little bit of knowledge that you have, you know, this is where it starts. Oh, this is actually one of the places that it could start for you. So with that in mind, this is City Boy. I'm gone. And D? I'm out. Y'all enjoy the day. All right. Bye. Go.